0: hello smokeheads hi welcome to smokeheads the red dwarf podcast with myself jed shepherd
1: and i'm daniela phillips
0: thanks again for joining us um daniela do you know we are the most popular red dwarf podcast on itunes right now
1: i didn't that's amazing
0: i, I mean i can't say i'm surprised i am <laughs> but thank you for, for subscribing yeah, thank you it's so a much. bit of a jump actually because i managed to um like i said last week i'm on the red dwarf official website now they they've accepted my um application it's not an application i just signed up you should register on the forum but it took them six weeks to to get me on there but i'm on there now so the first thing i do guys is i say obviously i go to the newcomer area which is forum etiquette
1: oh so there's a special newcomer area there's a special newcomer oh, that's area. pretty good
0: and you say hey I said hey I'm Jed um, listen to the podcast it's called Smakeheads and some people said cool um, and I kind of explained what we do and stuff and put links for people to listen so it's all very good and everyone's like oh, welcome to the forum Jed etc and then it started to go when can we expect Daniela to arrive <laughs> Like, okay well that's fair enough I because i put up at that, that picture of me and you um uh,
1: what the one with my eyes like half closed
0: <laughs> yeah so it was like um so a guy called aunt e aunt e said um when can we expect daniela to arrive oh
1: thanks auntie
0: i i ignored that oh because i was there so like <laughs> they didn't necessarily both of us saying the same thing um and then slowly people are all asking where so where's Daniela then And i'm like well i'll ask her to join on the, on the next podcast and then so this went on for the last been going on for the last week and then it got to yesterday where um some aunt e again who's obsessed with you any news on daniella joining the forum and then look what he posted a picture a gif of oh my goodness. um the mask, uh, Jim Carrey in the mask with his heart pumping. like that's <laughs> the only thing that's pumping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, right, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll ask her. Oh, thanks, um, guys. Yeah, it's nice uh, to be wanted. And, but that's, that's not the end of it. And then just uh, now, oh, okay. uh, about <laughs> ten, nine minutes ago, okay. this guy called Simulant1000 um, has said, uh, guess people have a listen to the podcast. Daniela isn't single. Ah. Oh. So I, I don't know if you're going <laughs> to accept me in the podcast I was riding on on, on your success as a well, being to, female. Well, to be
1: honest, my my boyfriend hasn't been keeping up with our podcast. So, so he so
0: for a few podcasts you you can kind of. I think he
1: listened to the first one, and I've been I've been harassing him to listen to the rest, and he's just not been interested. I think he's so going to he, come
0: on to a later podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you know, I don't know. He's on he's on thin ice at the moment.
0: <laughs> so any of you guys on the on the uh, Red Dwarf <laughs> li- UK if you've forum, if you listen
1: to more than one episode then you're, you're doing, doing better, better than, than my boyfriend yeah
0: so danielle let me let me just get this straight are you going to join the official red dwarf forum just to say hi
1: yes i am
0: wow guys i am now you don't have to ask me anymore she's gonna join when are you gonna join
1: i'm gonna join as soon as you show me how to use it
0: okay i'll, I'll get her to join and uh, but um i've it's not very many uh, ladies on the old red dwarf uh, forum. i've noticed um, I don't know if it's because you guys scare them away or that you're not interested in Red Dwarf as much as guys are. I don't think that's the case, though. No. I think it's probably an equal amount of guys like Red Dwarf than girls, do you think?
1: I don't know. Maybe some of the usernames you can't tell what the sex is. That's true. Yeah.
0: That's true. Um, but yeah, back on to format. Uh, what have you been up to, Daniela, in the last week?
1: I've been in Los Angeles. I got oh back my. on Tuesday. LA? Yeah.
0: What have you been doing in LA?
1: I have been um, touched by Jeff Goldblum.
0: I saw the pictures, wow. Yeah. So yeah. he does a, um, every week, he does on a Wednesday night, right? Yeah. He does like a jazz performance in a, is it a small venue.
1: Yeah, it's wow. a really small venue. so jealous. And pretty much as soon as as soon as we arrived, he was already working the room and walking around and chatting <laughs> wow. to people. Which is
0: what I expect Jeff Goldblum yeah. to do, really. And he
1: was, do- he was playing a six degrees of Jeff Goldblum game wow. where we just shout random things out. It must out. be quite
0: easy because he's been in loads of films.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, you, so you saw Jeff Goldblum? Did yeah. you get to see data from the Goonies?
1: I did, I did. Cool. He t- him, him and his wife took took us out for Korean barbecue. I thought
0: that's who it was. I saw it on your Instagram. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Did you ask him about Goonies too?
1: I didn't know. Sorry. I think
0: he would have spilt the beans on you because he would have lowered his defences and he wouldn't have expected it from you. Uh,
1: we were we were too busy drinking sake and. See, that was uh, the perfect
0: time. Uh, to Talking ask
1: about him. Um, trains and uh, <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: i'm very very jealous um and what else have you been up to Danielle?
1: uh i went to see how did this get made live so, I'm
0: just, so if, if you guys don't know um talking of other podcasts um we aren't the only podcast out there there are some other <gasps> podcasts mm-hmm. and how did this get get made is one of the best probably my top three podcasts yeah, that i listen to same. and it's essentially a, um, a film podcast that dissects Terrible films, really, mm. and uh, unfortunately, they've done a film that I, I'm involved with, which is isn't great. Um, but they, um, yeah. How has it been in the audience?
1: Oh, it was it was fantastic.
0: Is it as raucous and crazy and
1: yeah? And it's really unprofessional as well, which I love.
0: I mean, it always is. You know, <laughs> I know, in a
1: massive, it. great, big room with lots of high tech equipment is it's, and is it's no. Like Lago,
0: right? Yeah, it's it's
1: quite small, and it's he literally just Paul Shear there of his laptop and a like projector, like going going on wow. to his laptop to get load things up so
0: it's awesome this leads me to believe at some point we have to do smegheads live
1: <gasps> amazing well, we could we could ask the uh, pcc for
0: do you think they would do it they, yeah okay right, no, yeah, yeah. My,
1: my friend uh <laughs> is the program manager there what was
0: oh, okay Wow.
1: Shout, shout out if you're listening
0: um we could do it there yeah um, and do you think people would want to see it? If you guys want to see us do <laughs> Smegheads live, I know some guys on the Red Dwarf forum would like to see Daniela live and just yeah. keep me away from it. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, you can vote on what I'm wearing, which outfit from Red I Dwarf. I that's a good, all right,
0: okay. <laughs> I guess that's an all right idea. Um, but yeah, maybe like when we get, um, I mean, we're popular at the moment, but when we get a little bit more popular, yeah, maybe like I season four we, or, five we or something. I think when we sell more
1: than 20 tickets. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because d- I mean, it would be funny if it was just like us and like three guys from the Red Dwarf forum. Yeah that'd be cool creepy yeah. but cool or
1: even some cast members
0: that yeah oh, that's a good idea yeah, yeah. Uh, later on I'll be speaking to a member of uh, the uh, Red Wolf crew who was in this particular episode which we'll be speaking to and get into in just a moment once we found out exactly what um, Danielle has been up to anything else Daniel? <laughs> what else is he doing in LA
1: um I went to Disneyland. Wow. I love awesome. Disneyland. I'm
0: a big fan. They're, they're kind of revamping it a lot at the moment.
1: Mm, it was quite small compared to the one in Orlando, actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. it was pretty Are cool. Are they turning to go bits to...
0: of that into Star Wars? Yes. Oh, well, yeah, cool. I
1: think so. That's awesome. um But yeah, they've got loads of Star Wars merchandise there at the moment, the gift shops.
0: So. I, I can't wait. I mean, I know this, it's, we've kind of been oversaturated with the Star Wars toys even before the films come out. But I can't wait. I like all that stuff. I, I love Star Wars, always yeah. have. And, I'll buy anything with a Star Wars logo on it or any old rubbish.
1: Wow, you're an advertiser's dream. Pretty
0: much. I think it's because when I was little, when you were in school, whatever toys you have kind of is your status symbol. And if you've got the nicest and the best and the most toys, people like you. I think in my mind, I've kind of got that latent memory.
1: I'm just wondering if our listeners play a drinking game that every time you tell us, story know, from your school
0: I then I have to do a shot <laughs> the thing is I haven't I, I did think that, but I haven't talked about my school in, in at least three episodes oh, okay I think. okay so now you can have a shot guys <laughs>
1: yeah take that shot
0: <laughs> um and what have I been up to Daniel? thanks for asking well <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> just, get, just get into that
0: um so in the last week um uh, oh yeah so my uh, film absence has been at rain dance so that was shown twice in the last week um apparently I didn't go to it because I was busy <laughs> really bad You'd think I'd go to it, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. But it's because I was busy doing like more film stuff, and I've got a record label to run. But um, yeah, and, and uh, over the weekend, last weekend, uh, the last kind of scenes from Dawn of the Deaf, the new film that follows Absence, um, from the from the mind of Judge Shepard, directed by um, uh, Rob Savage, um, that was f- finished recording. It was really good. So we hired out at a South London school. And just did a massive zombie kind of apocalypse scene. Sounds really cool. It's really cool. And like the really cool thing is, did you ever watch the BBC uh, series In the Flesh?
1: I watched the first episode.
0: Okay. Well, it was really good. And do you know the girl in it, Amy?
1: No.
0: The, the main girl in it is called Amy. And she's like a zombie who's quite human. Um, and spoilers, she kind of turns into kind of a human by the end of it. Um, she's in it. She's a, she plays uh. the So she plays a zombie, uh, the lead zombie again oh, in another cool. thing. Yeah. So um, hopefully it gets made into, well, let's talk of it being made into a movie and also a TV show. So who knows? Maybe she'll get to play a zombie in another TV show. Um, what else? Oh, and yesterday I filmed a promo for Gunship, that kind of eighties style band in this very office. That's why my office looks a little bit different, like tapes out. Looks and stuff. very tidy. Yeah, it had. A, I was just filming a pretty blonde girl, kind of just lolling around, listening to music, which is really cool. Which is why I do on a daily basis, anyway. um
1: Yeah, but you he had her consent. She had, Yeah,
0: she, she knew about it this time. um And um, also, do you remember in the last episode I mentioned that that rapper? Um, was in the uk and he hadn't told me he was here the one i released uh yes uh, uh, he, he finally caught up with me and we went to uh, we played uh street fighter 2 in an arcade which is really cool um yeah so that's what i've been up to i feel like we've we've almost caught oh one more little bit of admin guys it's daniela's mum's birthday today
1: it is happy birthday mum.
0: happy birthday daniela's mum. um many happy returns we am going to get your mum on this podcast at some point yeah so we can see definitely. uh how you turned out the way you did
1: i know in, in it, it answers way. a lot of questions <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and actually one more bit of admin um i in a previous episode i said the um the, the woman who runs the red wolf fan club was called jill her name is joe T- t- so t- hey joe
1: hi joe
0: thanks for listening because you said you would listen so hopefully you are okay guys so this uh very podcast is about one of my favorite red dwarf episodes not to kind of give you any spoilers to what's to come uh but it's called thanks for the memory which is episode three of season two of red dwarf
1: what I was doing the free two. Simple. Okay. I, yeah. I tried to look cool, but it didn't really work.
0: <laughs> and I just looked um, like my hand was having a spasm. You you were doing the kind of a, a scutter motion I was doing on the last episode. <laughs> 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 um and there were a lot of parallels between this episode and the last episode, but let's dive straight into format. Um and um this episode once again starts with the classic um Lister uh painting the F on red. We've never spoken about the kind of the intro where um it kind of pans out from Red Dwarf quite an epic scene of Lister doing paint duty, mm. painting the the F of the Red Dwarf and um I always think that that's a good scene setter of the fact. Because sometimes you can forget it's set in space. A lot of it's in corridors and just in, in bedrooms. So you don't actually know it's in space. Um, but that gives, a, gives you a nice uh, heads up.
1: Do you think he's doing that every week?
0: Every week he had to do it. He actually, he actually had to film it in space as well. Yeah. So where most of the budget went to yeah. apparently. But um, he probably thought he was in space a lot of the time. Because I think he was, um, he was uh, addicted to certain things june <laughs> maybe possibly yeah co- cocoa puffs <laughs> um so um and then we come to holly's intro uh and uh he states uh, something that i've always wondered um they said that they have enough food and drinks last thirty thousand years which is which is more than enough um or they, they've run out of shaken vac which mm. did you find that funny no, because I don't think the audience at the time found it funny. Either, because <laughs> no. It didn't really get even a even a small laugh. Actually, this episode is full of jokes that really fall flat. Where the audience, uh, it's because of the, the the tone of this particular episode changes all over the place. Yeah. it's sad and it's. It didn't feel like and
1: and a comedy. It didn't feel like me. comedy at all. It felt
0: like a like a half hour drama.
1: It felt like a like a Miss Marple episode. A Miss Marple yes. episode. Interesting. In in a, an in a really good way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz that one where she went to space was was awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was really in the, d- the d- deleted episode. Yeah. You can get it on the DVD. <laughs>
0: um and uh so Holly also states that they found a planet with breathable atmosphere. Um and to me it looked a little bit more like a like a meteora, a barren kind of wasteland. Um, and the crew of Red Dwarf are on this planet and they're all wearing silver spacesuits. and they've set up um, big amps and Lister is strutting his stuff with his electric guitar and I thought he was playing for him and I was thinking, wow, he's got a bit good.
1: Now, this thing confused me. Why, okay, why, why was Rima cage dancing?
0: Why was he cage dancing? <laughs> why was well, he well, this cage dancing? This is the big thing about this particular episode. Because, you know, in later episodes, he can wander wherever he wants and he doesn't need a hologrammatic projection cage to do that. Um, And if you remember, in the previous episodes on Crichton, he was walking around Nova 5, no problem. He was was on other spaceships with, with no cage. But I think they wrote this before they wrote... The Crichton episode, possibly. Right, okay. Um, and um, actually, and in, in later on in other episodes, he doesn't need a cage as well. But I think there comes a point where it's not in any of the episodes where they discover the fact he can have a light bee, which is a, a portable hologrammatic projection kind of unit. Okay. And the kind of light bee is like this kind of metal, almost like a Christmas ornament that kind of floats inside him and and, and projects the light um and obviously in later episodes uh, you, you might remember he he has a hard light drive which means he can touch things um but in, in this particular episode he's he's left in that cage which is cool oh, i think it's cool it's it's a way to kind of get around a problem of how do you can have a hologram in space um and yeah so they're, they're jumping all around they have the amps and stuff and uh then Lister goes and he uh turns off actually before that was great bit where the scutters are playing the keyboards and <laughs> i love anything the scutters yeah playing uh, anything doing anything um and uh Rimmer is dancing um in this holographic cage and he's, he's giving it a real go he is it's very again we see a side of Rimmer that we haven't seen before he's like a bit of a party animal
1: yeah, he lets go. He lets loose.
0: Did that, did that endear um, him towards you a bit more, Daniela?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm already like team Roma. You're, you're a big, you're
0: a big, big fan of Roma. Yeah, but once you've seen yeah. his dance moves. But I,
1: I really like him in this episode. You can really see the humanity in him.
0: He's great. The last two episodes, you you've definitely seen a change in, in, in Rimmer and you do find out a lot more about why he is how he is like in the last episode you found out it was parental issue, issues that have kind of guided him into, into this absolute snakehead that he is um, and here you'll find out a bit more about why exactly why he's a, a, a Um and also the, um, I think this is a great episode for the relationship between Lister and Rimmer because Lister he really tries to help Rimmer uh, and I think he really tries to do a good thing for them. Yeah,
1: him. Uh, you can see their friendship in this episode. Yeah, it's, it's a nice thing.
0: It's very nice. <laughs> so uh, Rimmer's dancing around and he's getting drunk, and Holly's providing him with hologrammatic hard drinks. And Holly's also there on a, on a portable kind of CRT TV on on wheels, yeah, which he, is cool. He's
1: joined the party. He has joined the party.
0: Um, and uh, Lister turns off the music to tell everyone that the sausages are done. Which uh, isn't one of the jokes that fell flat in in my mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think there's uh, something cool about the fact they're off red dwarf, they're just having a laugh, and you're you're the last people in space. Um, if you, Danielle, if you were the last person or group of people in space, would you kind of set out to do missions, or or would you just like just have a party?
1: I'd probably set out to do missions. You, you actually would, yeah. yeah. I,
0: I, I fully <laughs> believe that you would actually like <laughs> plot a course and stuff. But I would just be like. You've got the supplies, guys. Let's just go, like, have fun and just go and loot moons and things. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be fun. Um, And uh, uh, Rimmer, by this stage, is very, very drunk. So his lips are starting to get kind of loose. Um, And Kat says that he's seen better people. So he's seen better dancing on people on fire. Which is, a, which is a bit harsh yeah and he plays a fire creature in Labyrinth I've just, just realised
1: oh yes you tell me about that yeah.
0: have, you, have you seen Labyrinth
1: I've seen it about a million times and okay. I never knew he was in it until you told me he's
0: it and also um, a character called Quig who's in a couple of episodes time is also placed on the fire um, awesome. fire gang
1: awesome that's, um, a, that's a terrifying scene
0: it is actually yeah they show it in school all the time and everyone was like well it was fun up until this point and then there's people chopping off their heads
1: well, I think I mean we're not going this is for a different podcast, but I think Labyrinth is very very dark. It's a lot darker it's, than yeah, I mean it's Jim Henson Yeah, well. it's David Bowie basically being a pedophile.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, it it, it doesn't actually do anything to <laughs> to uh, Sarah. Sarah, he, he, tries. Don't defy me. he tries. He
1: tries.
0: He tries. <laughs> yeah, he kind of tries, and he steals her baby brother. Yeah, I guess he's being a bit of a paedophile. Yeah. And I guess he must have signed up to be on a register. <laughs> to uh, a, <laughs> I was looking at a sex register of your area, and you just see like. Um,
1: can you look up sex registers of your
0: area? Yeah. Can well, you? Well, you can in America. I don't know if you can here. I don't think so. Yeah, I just listened to a, to a podcast about it um, earlier on. It was like a. Um, about a guy who 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 thinks that they shouldn't they should do away with those registers because it's branding people and they can't move on with their lives and I'm just like I don't care just fall down a well for all I care so I think of them. what do you-
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very it's a very sensitive area issue yeah.
0: Yeah, but I um yeah, I'll kick them in the sensitive areas. Um, <laughs> so uh <laughs> it's so it's um what they're doing on this planet isn't just like for 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 S's and giggles. It's to to celebrate the fact that it's Rimmer's death day the day that Rimmer died. So I think that's great. So you have a birthday, why not have a death day?
1: Yeah, why not? More presents. Exactly.
0: And actually, um not to go on on no tangent, but they posit um in the film um Oh, what's that film with Joe Piscopo where he's where he's dead he's a dead cop and he comes back? Uh it's called Dead I love that you think I would know. It's dead. called Dead Heat. It's called Dead Heat, where basically these two cops they discover um this company that brings people back to life as zombies to use to, for crimes. Um and yeah, they are yeah, there's a the thing about celebrating death. I don't know why I talked about that, but let's go on. Um if you like the film <laughs> dead heat let me know so i know i'm not alone um so they baked a cake for him so is it, this is another episode where <laughs> a member of oh, the red Wolf crew has baked a cake for the rest of the crew which i which i think is it's a very weird recurring theme this mm. cake and they baked it in in the shape of a spanner
1: yes but it, i actually thought it was in shape of a h first of all yeah so, it, so did, so did i for hologram
0: yeah it's the weirdest looking spanner yeah. you can get um but um, and then Holly kind of suggests that it's lucky he's not a gynecologist because yeah. I guess he would have baked it into the shape of a, of a lady's face, maybe.
1: I don't know. Who knows?
0: Or, or, or shape of a man because men can be gynecologists. Yeah. Who knows? I never really got that bit, to be honest. Um, and um, they sing Happy Death Day uh, to Rimmer, which is kind of cute. Um, and uh, one good thing about this episode is we get to see uh, Blue Midget in the background because um, you don't see Starbuck until season three.
1: I missed this. I didn't see the Blue Midget. It's
0: just behind them just the whole time. They're just blue. Maybe because you weren't looking out for it. but
1: And, and maybe I'm, I'm quite jet lagged at the moment. <laughs> I was watching this last night at midnight.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I've got a picture of... Um, of danielle as she walked up the road from the podcast she's there like in a a trench coat with dark glasses on like (laughs) like don't bother me guys like like the paps are after her
1: (laughs) i post that that picture
0: i will i'll post on 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 post podcast um (laughs) (laughs) but maybe you need to have that as your disguise from now on from because of the red dwarf forum
1: Okay, um, how have you gone from Blue Midget to me? I by don't the way, know. <laughs> <I'm quite laughs> you're not a concerned. midget at
0: all, as well. Um, but Blue Midget, um, the thing I like about Blue Midget over Starbug is Blue Midget is about half the size of Starbug, um, and I really like contained episodes. But they can't go to too many places. I, I like them all in one area, just talking to each other. Which is, I think, when I was younger, I liked the action episodes, all the shooting and blowing stuff up. But the older I've got, the more I appreciate. The Bottle episodes where they're just talking to each other, kind of like how we are doing now about they talk about relationships and um, about life goals and things like H- that how's
1: your relationship shared in the moment I
0: don't have a relationship though they, the Red Dwarf uh, come on, Forum come on,
1: come on ladies on the uh, Red Dwarf Forum
0: I don't think there is any um. If I think there might be some bi-curious guys <laughs> okay, okay, okay okay,
1: bi- curious guys a very strange guys.
0: thread. Um, but Rimmer at this point he, he's obviously like really drunk and I guess if you are celebrating the day that you died uh, you're not going to be happy about it so he's, he's getting absolutely wasted which is Again, is very unlike rimmer uh, i find um so, th- so they um get on st- they get on not Star. they got on blue midget and the crew are singing the song from jaws which is "Show uh, showing me the way to go home which is a nice touch they like referencing why are you laughing
1: i just realized that blue midget was a spaceship i thought you're talking about was a blue
0: midget
2: on the planet
0: <laughs> Hang on, no, hang on, look I know you jet- I know you are jet lagged, Daniela. But the whole time was like
1: when you said they got on Blue Midget like oh, Jesus, how they managed
0: that Hang on the whole time I was around Blue Midget and then being inside Blue Midget and how it's how it's small and contained. You thought I was talking about a person. Daniela is is almost falling on the floor um (laughs) so you thought it was just a random blue midget behind him the whole time just just not saying anything just standing there I
1: didn't see that
0: I missed it oh no really are you being serious okay
1: deadly serious
0: Totally serious. Um, wow. Okay. So there wasn't an actual blue midget. Um, although I don't think we're allowed to say midgets in reference to people. There was um, a, a blue little person, and <laughs> I can't believe that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Edit that out. Please. I'm not gonna
0: edit that. Um, so they get onto the onto the blue midget. Um, And the blue magic says, get off me. The crew (laughs) sing, show me the way to go home. (laughs) It's at the point where you realise I was talking (laughs) about a person. Yes. Right. And they sing the song, show me the way to go home, mirroring the the scene from Jaws when they're on on the ship. Um, And they head back to Red Dwarf. And it cuts to them waking up in the morning uh, with with hangovers, obviously drinking all night on a random planet. Um, And Lister says, uh, do you know what I fancy right now? And Rimmer replies, a big fat woman with thighs the size of a hippo.
1: Yeah, that was that yeah. was really harsh. I was going
0: to ask you about <laughs> that. Do you, this was like filmed in like 89, 90. Do you feel like that was appropriate back in those days? A bit
1: offensive.
0: It's a bit offensive. Though, you never know, Lister could be into women with big fat but, thighs but the size of hippos. It, but he wouldn't
1: phrase it like that if he was into... A larger woman would he, because it's quite a negative way of phrasing it
0: no I, mean, I guess so maybe, yeah, I guess he was going for the kind of insult, even though it isn't an insult, um, but the size of hippos actually that's that's pretty big um and uh <laughs> and it just says no he wants a triple fried egg sarnie with chili sauce and chutney let me repeat that a triple fried egg sandwich <laughs> with chili sauce and chutney now as you guys as regular listeners to Snakeheads the red Dog podcast will know daniela hates egg
1: i hate it with a passion
0: so what i've done is um i've prepared something and daniela you can have some if you want if you want I actually, I'm going to make right now, live on the Smegheads podcast, a triple fried egg sandwich with chili sauce and chutney. Gross. So so, Daniel, so I've got the the quite pretty girl who works in the cafe down downstairs to make me a triple fried egg sani. Oh. So
1: oh no, it's gross. It's
0: so it's not triple egg. It's actually triple bread and two um, fried eggs in between. That's the actual official line. So, I can smell it. It smells Disgusting. gorgeous. It actually looks really, really nice. So I'm going to put the chutney on it. And the chutney I've, I've uh, opted for is classic tomat- oh, tomato chutney, where you may think a uh, mango chutney would probably be the best for oh. egg. But no, tomato chutney is probably the best. I can't open it. Hold on. <laughs> My hands are really greasy from the sandwich. Oh, I'm no. Not, I'm not going to make you open it. There you go. Oh. Uh, this doesn't smell great to be to be quite honest. So I'm opening up the sandwich. Oof. Can you see the egg there, Daniel? Yeah, you? I can. It's <laughs> gross. So tell me, what
1: don't you like about eggs? The, the, egg? E- the egg. It comes out of a chicken's bottom.
0: Well, yeah, you, you're a meat eater, so you're eating. You're eating the bottom. You're, you're eating that's, the animal. That's bottom. fine.
1: It's coming out of a chicken's bottom, and it's.
0: It's like the placenta and it's... The placenta's the most nutritious part.
1: Oh, it's just... And it just... Oh, no. The the thought of it just makes me feel physically ill. So
0: I've smothered classic tomato... (laughs) Baxter's classic tomato chutney (laughs) onto the fried egg. Right onto the fried egg. And now I'm going to put some hot sauce on it. Some nice West Indian hot sauce as well, (laughs) which I thought was quite apt. All right, okay. How much hot sauce should I put on this sandwich? I don't think there's oh it. man, this smells really. This is, this is the,
1: That looks really hot. This, is, e- this is the much. extra
0: hot as well, um, but it says on it perfect for any occasion. So, I'll put a little bit on. Right. So, I want to give it a try, Daniela? I'm actually feeling a little bit sick just making this.
1: I feel sick looking at it.
0: Okay, so I'm not. Gonna, don't worry, I'm not going to eat the whole whole thing on 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 it. Right, Wait,
1: I'm, I'm going to video this so we
0: can. Okay, so I'm just about to chomp into. For the first time ever, I think, having a proper triple fried egg sandwich with chilli sauce and chutney. Let's give it a shot, guys. There may be some dead air and then me puking. Who knows? Mmm. That's really nice. (laughs) Mmm. Wow. That's really (laughs) hot as well. Okay, so the first thing you taste is that... Oh wow! The only th- the only thing I can taste is the hot pepper sauce now. Okay. It's actually really burning. It's making my eyes water. I'm gonna put the sandwich down for a bit and eat it later. Wow! I liked it though. It was really nice. <laughs>
1: I'll take your word Danielle, for it. Danielle, do, do you want a bite? Uh, no, I'm okay, thank you. You wow. should you should see my face. I'm not wow. not very happy with it. I bet
0: you there are some people out there who do want to see your face, <laughs> There's creepy guys on. Um,
1: They're not creepy. <laughs> Leave my fans alone. <laughs> okay,
0: I bet you the second you join that forum, you're gonna get some like private messages, <laughs> like, "Hey, hey, I don't want to be like those creepy guys, but you look beautiful in that picture." Standard guys on on forums.
1: Hey, hey, I'll take the compliments where I can get them. <laughs> Thirty-two years old.
0: <laughs> okay, let's get straight into this. So that 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 sandwich was nice. I think I would make that again.
1: I, I hope you don't.
0: It's, it, my throat is it's burning like wildfire. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Let me just take a, a drop of this uh, recorder liquid. I don't recommend anyone ever eating a sandwich full of hot sauce on on a, a podcast Maybe ever again. Maybe you should
1: have gone for a milder sauce. Maybe that would have been better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. When I used to do radio, I once um, ate a whole tub of wasabi to see what oh. would happen on the radio, and I nearly died my heart my heart was beating it does say
1: on the bottle perfect for every occasion every occasion but clearly not podcast
0: every occasion so you could use it as a lubricant you can use it to like to stop nappy rash you could thrush anything anything you put your mind to perfect for any occasion and that's um, Encona West Indian Extra Heart Lovely. why don't
1: you send us um your your ways of using the uh, hot sauce in, <laughs> yeah. your, in your
0: in your I daily we'll te- lives ask people to send us send us some hot sauce
1: well yeah that, is a, oh, that reminds
0: me um you, you're a big fan of um um what's that tv show that I've, no one li- liked the second season of oh, I it, <laughs> yeah so like um did you see what i got sent by them
1: a poster, a signed yeah. poster. Yeah, so like they're I'm really jealous.
0: You, do, you, do, you want, do you want it? Yeah, you can have it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so they sent me um, on Twitter for some reason. They they DM'd me um, HBO and said, um, "Do you want a signed poster?" And I'm like, "Yeah, all right." I'm thinking, "Wow, Rachel McAdams or like Colin Farrell." They sent me a Vince Vaughn poster signed by Vince Vaughn.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: You, you're, it's yours now.
1: Thanks.
0: like, <laughs> I don't want it. Ah, uh, okay. It's a, It's back to the episode. So. um... They're waking up with with hangovers, etc., and um, they eat the sandwich. And the thing about the sandwich, um, according to Rimmer, because um, he asked for a sandwich from Holly, so Holly hologrammatically recreates a sandwich in Rimmer's hand, and he takes a bite. And his face, being a great face uh, face actor, he goes through every kind of emotion. He goes from like pain to like fear to like happiness to like ecstasy, back to fear again. And he says to he says to Lister um, that this that he is that sandwich because it's full of ingredients that you wouldn't they're all wrong but together they taste they they're so right and everyone loves uh, Rimmer for all of his sorry Lister for all of his flaws but um, Rimmer he had he had a, the best start in life he had all all the right ingredients to put into him mm. as a person um, but everyone hates him. It's yeah, a,
1: it's a good way it's a, it's a good symbolism
0: i like that so like because like before this before i did this podcast I, I was thinking like um i was like the i was the lister and uh, daniela was the rimmer but it looks, seems like i'm the rimmer that everyone hates <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> unbelievable Red, reddwarf.co.uk uh, oh, i don't know why i even bothered you
1: to show some jed love <laughs> oh. i
0: don't know why i even bother
1: What's the point? I think I'm going to have to um, take eight months out of my life and give it to Jed.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's all the interactions with Red Dwarf fans. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: um, when we go to the filming, because we will go to the filming, um, I, I'm, I, I think we're going to need bodyguards for you. I don't I think, think I so. I think people will just.
1: I don't think so. I, I'm,
0: I'm afraid that <laughs> they're going to have to like, have a close off set. <laughs> It'll be like when someone does a nude scene on a movie, like close set, guys, close set. Because Danielle is here. <laughs> hmm. It's a- a-
1: outrageous. So
0: I was just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous.
1: Keep it coming. <laughs>
0: so, so um, Lister kind of like asked, why, why do you think that is, Rima? Why why do people hate you?" And was like, oh, I don't know." And Lister says, "It's because you're a smeghead. Everything you do is uh, you don't have any love for people. You're you're a smeghead to everyone." You don't listen to people. You love yourself too much. And this is like a pretty easygoing guy. I'm a pretty easygoing guy, Daniela. And why doesn't everyone love me? The I same l- as they love you. I love
1: you, Jed. It's, it, I,
0: want, I, want the, I want adoring fans. Sorry. Like, like you have on Uk <laughs> on the newcomer <laughs> section. Absolutely outrageous.
1: Ha- hashtag we love Daniela.
0: It's, it's unbelievable. Don't start because they're going to start that, <laughs> <Come> Daniela. <laughs> that, that
1: don't,
0: don't start the hashtag we love Daniela. We hate Jed. <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys, you, you guys are disgusting. Okay. <laughs> this is a really
1: sad scene.
0: This is a really sad scene because really um well well first of all Lister can't remember where he got the recipe but he thinks he got it from the from a book on bacterial warfare um and it kind of does taste like I've just bitten into like a poisonous hedgehog or something. Rimmer asks um actually Rimmer asks Lister if he knows how many times he's had sex mm. um and Lister says he doesn't want to know as when this was as when Remusso was up he's going to regret it um and then he reveals it and the funny thing is, it was already revealed in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is why I think they didn't really think about the, the couple of things. The fact that Rimmer doesn't need a hologrammatic cage, and also the fact it's already been revealed how many times he's had sex in in Better Than Life. So he reveals it's he's had sex once with a von Magruder and Anista reacts to it like it's the first time he's heard it, which obviously he knew it. He there was a whole episode about it. Um and, and the thing that creaked me out, I don't, I don't know if you, you spotted this, Daniela, but there's something was in Was it the, a
1: blue midget in the background?
0: There that, that was, was a real blue midget. I actually can't believe you've done that. See, guys, why, why do you love Daniela so much? <laughs> yeah, I'm and she thought there was a blue midget in the background of that scene on, on, on the planetoid. There was no blue. That, it's these kind of, I mean, I know like every now and again, I get r- Remo mixed up with Lister when, I, when I'm saying stuff. I've never said there's a blue midget behind, behind them, guys. So what I want is on the Red newcomers forum, I want people to say, I want an impre- actually I want an appreciation. You want, you want to sh- you want to shame me? <laughs> I want, yeah, like a Game of Thrones star thing. No. <laughs> right, I'm going to look it. So what's the time now? So this will come out at midnight. This is going to be a quick turnaround, guys. So by midnight on Saturday, I want there to be a Jed appreciation. On the on the forum somewhere oh i'm just gonna i'm gonna just
1: and i, I want there to be daniela appreciation Look, there will be, yes. we'll see how many members they've already taken <laughs>
0: over my hello my name's jed thread and turned into a daniela appreciation flipping fan fan club <laughs> well what's going on guys <laughs> Okay so
1: <laughs> You sound really bitter um,
0: I don't know if it's that sandwich It's really got to me <laughs> yeah. Something's stuck in my throat It's, a little, <laughs> it's a little
1: tear rolling down daddy's cheek
0: it's, it's, really, it's a really bitter tear As well as full of salt um, So um, so, they, so yeah So Rima reveals That he's only had sex once with Von Magruder And this is the thing that got me So we already know um, From the previous episode That he had sex With Von Magruder When she was unconscious Right
1: Mm-hmm so basically rape.
0: Basically rape. But it kind of, the way he got around with it, it, it seemed like they were on a date or something. And um, and <laughs> so, I mean, obviously that's, that's, that's not- <laughs>
1: That doesn't make it okay, Jed, it, We need to have a little
0: chat. But he, um, it was in the context of a date. So it was still absolutely creepy and weird and rapey. But you could see there was a bit of a lead up to and to, to it wasn't just like out of the blue. But in this episode, there was a bit more information, the fact that it took 12 minutes, and that was the time it took for him to eat the pizza. So it, to me, what he did, is is a premeditated rape. Was it,
1: rape. Sim- <laughs> was it s- simultaneous?
0: Well, he must have, in order for a pizza to get, I mean, best case scenario for a pizza to turn up, 25 minutes, 20 minutes, right? Mm. So he must have, on the way there, known what was about to happen, ordered the pizza, she was unconscious, he had sex with her, and then he happily ate the pizza while she was kind of coming coming out of her... It was a, it was a true Bill Cosby moment. Mm. It's crazy. Dr. Huxable, like, taught him well.
1: Yes, yeah, Bill Bill Cosby
0: endorsed. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy stuff happening in the world of Arnold J Rimmer. And Lister says that one of the reasons why people don't like him is because he concentrated on his career. And Rimmer says he would trade everything, his pips, his awards which which i think he had a couple of awards like um um some swimming certificates and stuff um he would trade everything in to be loved and to have been loved
1: i thought that was so sad it's crazy and, and at the end so of all of this sad. isn't
0: that what we all want to be loved
1: absolutely you, you already loved daniela well i don't know about that <laughs> like right
0: okay so you've got like a, like a million guys on on uh, <laughs> dot co, dot co. UK newcomers forum they're into you not one person there was like oh we love you Jed. no no one I guess on iTunes, there's a few comments about about that. This is our, it's an outrageous turn of events, guys. We need to do something about this.
1: Maybe we should have a new game. Instead of um, j- taking shots <laughs> when Jed talks about his school days, just take shots when Jed bitches about <laughs> not having any fans because you'd be wasted. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, I, I need some journaling for that burn. <laughs> wow. Oh <Aww>. no, no. <laughs> lucky we've got alcohol here just so i can like just ease the ease the pain Aww. a bit um okay <laughs> i'm only joking i think it's good that Daniel's getting all the attention all of the attention guys lister being a friend which he really is to, to remember yeah. he kind of takes that into account and we, see, we also see him um making this puzzle we never see what the puzzle is just yet but we see that lister's casually making a puzzle which comes into play later um and um it's uh we then see um actually we missed the best joke of the whole episode the best the best joke and the the joke everyone everyone loves and it's probably the only joke that kind of hit its target it's the one where um lister says he um, he wanted the the triple fried egg uh, chili chutney sarny and uh, holly says um no Lister says it's a state-of-the-art sarny and holly says it's the state of the floor i'm worried about boom classic red dwarf line it's the state of the floor i'm worried about given in that Norman love dry comedy almost menacing kind of way what did you think funny okay. on a scale of one to ten if you if you signed up to the website hmm. chortle.co.uk which reviews comedy and stuff would you say where would that be on one to Six. six six and by the way don't sign up to chortle.co.uk because people would just go oh daniela we love you on there What's going? What's what's going on, guys? All is, is <laughs> right. I don't, I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna. Is there a way to deact- Dad, I
1: think we might need to let this guy. Is some there a point. way to?
0: Is there a way to deactivate my, my user registration?
1: Aww.
0: We then we see the next scene, which is um, another wake up in the bunk scene. Rimmer has flashbacks to drunken times, uh, dancing, eating the sarnie, and the fact this is all done in, in, in classy black and white flashbacks as well. And the fact he told Lister about M- Yvonne Magruder so um have you ever done have you ever woken up the next day and just thought why did i do that yep can you give examples
1: (laughs) um i've never woken up um and not remembered what had happened the night before i've always remembered everything but i sometimes i wish i could have forgotten what's
0: been the main thing that you've done that you just want people Uh, it's
1: usually making a fool out of myself how would you make a
0: fool of you out of yourself
1: Hmm. I hope you guys from
0: Red Wolf Dakota, UK are listening to this, by the way. <laughs> how, how did you make an absolute fool of yourself? Uh,
1: it's usually sort of, I don't know, making um, making myself seem stupid in front of a, a guy or something.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, making a fool of myself.
0: I think. Uh, see, I think that's more endearing than anything else. Really? It's kind of like... Um, Bridget Jones type type do I see I see what you're doing here you're doing the whole thing when you do an interview when you say i oh, my biggest flaws are that I'm absolutely perfect
1: <laughs> no people hate no that me, so. no I think I think all all girls kind of have drunken silly moments that I they regret so. and saying things to guys that they wish they hadn't
0: so I don't I, I mean I don't when I get drunk I don't really I I have full control I never lose control oh, you
1: never you never text that person that you shouldn't have or
0: I mean I've got a lot of flaws as you guys from Uk probably already I think but um one of them isn't I've got good willpower and luckily oh, I'm I c- terrible for real
1: yeah no willpower
0: well I, you're getting drunk later on today aren't you am I on you, are you no, going? i'm
1: going for a drink but i'm not oh getting okay drunk. Wow. i'm jet lagged <laughs> early night for
0: me oh, okay well I, I don't want any any weird things like jed like i'm sick of how you treated me on that podcast <laughs> yeah, You <laughs> <bully>. <laughs> Look, me and the guys on reddorf.co.uk is gonna hang out and do our own podcast Actually, there's a, there's a cool guy on the on the, um, on the forum who um, has written the Red Dwarf Encyclopedia. Oh wow! Um, we should get him. I, I think he's in America, but maybe we should get him to call in. And we can always get out that. to
1: America. We you? should do, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, in Red fact, Dwarf
1: podcast on the road.
0: Yeah, Red Dwarf podcast USA. Yeah, that would be good. Um, but actually, to, to be truthful, if you guys do want to see uh, snakeheads live, do let us know because yeah. we'll sort it out. If, if enough of you say you want to see
1: it, I'm already it. planning the t-shirts we're going to make. <laughs>
0: yes we need some because thing is like with with t-shirts and stuff like that we need catchphrases so i think every time you say something interesting oh, i say something interesting if we both go that could be the catchphrase
1: i, I already know what my catchphrase, catchphrase is phrase? thanks to somebody on twitter who informed me it's what's it hashtag daniela with one l
0: <laughs> that's true yeah that is yeah that would make a good t-shirt to be honest but another thing you, you say gosh a lot and i i don't know anyone else in the entire world that says gosh except for you and it's really cool i think it's a cool thing to bring back the word gosh gosh um see because i mean i guess I'm I'm forcing um um a catchphrase on, onto myself which is like see you later snakeheads which I'm I've inserted into yeah, like every yeah, episode. Yeah. Oh, I guess that but that's not that's not that's not a fun one. I need something like
1: <laughs> Oh uh, when I was I at know. school. Yeah. <laughs> that was your catchphrase
0: <laughs> <laughs> See guys, this is what I have to deal with. Daniela's like too big for a boost now now, she's like oh, no. internet famous. No, no She's gonna do a spin off thing <laughs> called Blue Midget. Just <laughs> Hi guys, this is Daniela on Blue Midget, coming right at you. That sounds insane. <laughs> because you, because you, because you're, because uh, they think you're cool, so you have to do it in a cool MTV way. <laughs> coming at you guys. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so back to the episode. Back to the episode. Back to format. So, um, <laughs> um, so they've all they've all got hangovers and stuff um, again. And um, uh, Lister's leg hurts, and when he gets up, he sees that. Um, he says that he has a plaster on it on his foot, um, plaster cast, yeah, plaster cast, and with no idea how he got that plaster cast. Um, and uh, his jigsaw is also finished. Um, and uh, he blames he initially blames Rimmer for it, and Rimmer's like, "I don't know what's happened here." And Holly says, uh, "What's going on, guys? My star charts have all been fiddled." Um, and then Cat rocks Ooh, uh. up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Cat rocks up with a plaster on his foot too, a plaster cast on his foot. And no one remembers how this happened. So, and also in uh, Lister's diary or calendar or something, there's four pages yeah, m- ripped four out. Four
1: pages missing from his diary. It's
0: crazy. You, um, you're the kind of girl who would have kept a diary, right? Uh on and off. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I, I think writing a diary, you know, someone's going to read it at some point. It's just, it's just, it's just giving yourself a way to get caught
1: i don't think anyone ever read my diary
0: you are i I didn't have any brothers
1: and sisters so no
0: but your parents would have read it no if you think they didn't read your diary you were in dream world as it's your mum's birthday i am going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she didn't read your diary but when she is on this podcast i'm going to ask her
1: okay
0: she's because she's read your diary she knows everything (laughs) about what little daniela was up to um and um so yeah it's it's a bit confusing uh to them ov- obviously so they've they basically lost four days and 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 Rimmer jumped to conclusions like he, he's done in previous episodes and he says aliens aliens did it aliens uh boarded the ship they probed them for four days they wiped the memory and did and did a jigsaw because they're aliens um and the other crew members question him well that doesn't make any sense why would they do that and for what purpose and uh Rimmer says it's an elaborate way of um making a message to them um and it, it's it's very very bizarre um and um i'm this i'm going to go in off on a slight tangent here. i'm i'm going to do a um a podcast an x-files podcast um with um my friend adam and not me well i was thinking would you would you be able to do another podcast yeah okay cool i love x-files cool because we i was thinking we need another girl so we need what a girl <laughs> i
1: can be the token girl
0: yeah because you know, do you know what that's what i think i honestly think that's what makes this podcast popular because all the other red dwarf podcasts are just guys you I know mean, was nothing wrong with that bit of a sausage fest nothing wrong with that but if you've got me and then celebrity red dwarf person uh, daniela with one l then uh, we're laughing so if you bring some of that um daniela fame to the x podcast
1: bring some of that magic
0: how do you think of a name name for it though but it's also good because like, I can slot in my conversations with, with a real um, UFO person who's been abducted with, by a UFO. Dear a um, which I, I needed the place to slot that. So all makes sense. So we'll do that. We'll start that. We'll do the pilot first and see how it goes. Okay. So we'll do that in a few weeks or something. <laughs> and um, Lister says to check the black box, um, which, again, it's a spaceship. So they will have a black box like, a, like an airplane. Um, but the black box has gone missing too. It's been <gasps> stolen. Smegarama. S- is that your new
1: catchphrase
0: smigger arm okay I quite like that
1: <laughs> it was in the episode was it yes
0: you noticed that and, and not the fact that there was a there wasn't a plain midget well,
1: funnily enough I share my Netflix account with my mum okay and uh, she always puts the subtitles on so it's a concert battle whenever I log on to Netflix I'm turning off the subtitles because she's turned it on because my mum's Italian um, and I was too tired last night to turn it off and uh, at one point Smegarama came up in the Smeg-a-rama.
0: subtitles i don't remember that at all Smegarama, wow that's pretty cool <laughs> smegtastic so yeah so they, they how do you find a um a stolen uh flight recorder stroke black box as you know from current events it's got a, ho- a homing beacon on it mm. so that's how you find it so they decide to um chase down this uh beacon and they get back into blue midget which is a uh, a spaceship. Yes, we know that now. <laughs> um, and uh, the could go down to the moon that they um, discovered the uh, black boxes on. Um, and they see a massive... And, and Rimmer is in the ship just kind of guiding them because for some reason he doesn't go out again. Because I guess you could, they couldn't lug around that that cage, cage. Could they? yeah um so uh lister and cat are, are on the moon trying to find that black box and they come across a massive footprint in in the dirt and they're like um wow because it's as big as a monster or a Loch Ness monster or something you believe in the Loch Ness monster don't you I do it doesn't
1: exist <laughs> it might do
0: no Loch Ness monster doesn't I, exist I'd rather
1: be rather not bet against it well, be what, on team Loch Ness,
0: what could possibly happen I if I don't
1: know? You, like,
0: like you get a knock on the door, hi, do you know who I am? <laughs> Mr. Ness, that's right, Loch Ness. You didn't believe I was real. I'm, I'm
1: hedging my bets. I don't,
0: it's, it's not like religion or something, you can't, <laughs> there's, there's no like bad effect of you. you know. Um, so yeah, so they're down on this moon, and uh, they say, remember, you're never going to believe this, and uh. And remember, get asked Holly to get the engine started because he th- he's fearing the worst. And what they see is a gravestone. On that, on that gravestone, it says to the memory of Lisa Yates, spelled L-I-S-E. Lisa Yates. Um, and we ask who the smeg Lisa Yates is, and this replies, um, "You never believe this, but it was a girl he used to go out with back in Liverpool." Um, and the uh, that back box is, is buried in the shallow grave underneath the gravestone. Very Ooh. mysterious. This is Amazing. where the Miss Marple yeah,
1: stuff comes in.
0: Miss Marple in space. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like a, that, that's, wasn't that like a Doctor Who episode? I feel like it was.
1: Was it? I don't know. I, I only watch like old school Doctor something. Who. I don't
0: watch the new one. Oh, the new one's great. No. Jenna Malone. I've got see that it's a Jenna Malone mug over there. Okay. Ah, Jenna Malone. Um, and it, the new epi- the new series is, is great, by mm. the way. Not yeah, my bag. It is.
1: Um, so. Sylvester I, McCoy will go home.
0: <laughs> I do like Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> Him with um his uh, assistant Ice. Ace. Yeah, Ace is the is the best assistant yeah, really ever. Cool. I love I loved her. Yeah. What's her real name again? Sophie Aldred. Oh, uh, good she knowledge. Awesome, good yeah. knowledge. Uh, she just did kids' TV shows after that. Not great ones either. Um, and uh, so who who did you think at this point when you watched this episode? I know you were like jet lags and half asleep, <laughs> and probably drunk. <laughs> um, what was uh what did you who did you think Lucy Ace was at this point?
1: I I thought it must be the woman that Dave dated, but I didn't and know. somehow she got buried but, in I d- but I didn't know how she ended up getting there. It was it was a big mystery. I and think
0: that's what I th- I initially thought as well. Do you do you remember this episode from the first time you watched it?
1: No, not at all.
0: Okay, um, okay. So they uh, get back onto Blue Midget, which is a spaceship, a small spaceship, Daniela. Noted. <laughs> and um, Holly fires up the black box to see what's on there. The first thing that pops up is... um, Actually, Lister says a Casablanca reference. Again, he says, uh, uh, play it, Sam. And this is the second episode in a row where they've referenced Casablanca? I think so, yeah. They do that quite a lot. And actually, in, in, in a future episode, they... They, they mentioned I wonder Casablanca if the writers well. were a fan they just try to insert like movie references just okay. geeky movie references all the time I guess um, and then we see um, yeah we see Holly appear on the black box so he's recording and he warns them guys um, if you found this don't don't watch it because something's better left buried figuratively and also the other thing that's the opposite of figuratively <laughs> what am I thinking literally? of literally and literally as well um so see you you've got jet lag so I've got no excuse (laughs) (laughs) knowing that word and um so at this point I I thought to myself would I want to see what was on this black box if it was about me and it it kind of I was I was absolutely flummoxed because I couldn't figure out if I wanted to see something that I've obviously tried to put away
1: would you heed the warning
0: it would make me more excited i think mm. if someone's it's like if someone says don't push that button i'm gonna i'm gonna really push that button yeah. like twice as hard or if someone says you're in lifting goes oh, i've already pressed it i'm like oh, have you okay i don't know it's Press a difficult it
1: question because if it was me warning me then i'd probably heed it but if it was somebody else i know warning me i don't know if i would
0: that's very that's uh, you, you've reasoned it better than I than I would mm. maybe that's why the, the guys on reddwarf.co.uk the newcomers from love you better than me hi guys <laughs> but no that, you, I guess that's, that's correct um, if it was you then you would kind of trust yourself wouldn't you mm, unless you were yes. trying to trick yourself
1: no but I don't think I would ever try and no, trick myself
0: yeah, you're right. okay you, okay all right Daniela 1-0 Daniela 2-0 probably, S- probably. <sighs> what <laughs> I still can't believe it um okay so um we see um, it jumps into kind of some of the things that we've already seen, kind of t- told in in flashback. We see that Rimmer reveals that uh, he's only slept with one person, but he tries to fast forward it before that bit. And but um, Lister reveals it to Cat that he's only slept with one person, which of course Cat knew from the previous episode, which leads me to believe these were filmed in, in the wrong order. So they watch a replay which shows Lister and Kat going to the hologrammatic simulation suite, and they see that Rim is' dreaming about wearing a top hat and no trousers singing someone to watch over me, which was quite a surprise. I forgot that that happened.:
1: It's quite a weird dream.:
0: Yeah, but I love anything to do with the dream with a dream recorder, um, because that comes up in, a f- in, in oh, that special episode that I told you that oh. in a couple of episodes. I really want Billy Lund from Subway's to to be on that episode because he's a singer. So okay. I want him to cover that. I'll bring a. I've got a guitar in it, actually. He can cover the song that Cat sings on acoustic guitar. Amazing. So Billy, when you when you listen to this, hopefully you listen to this before you come on. If you can cover the song that Cat sings um, in Parallel Universe for this podcast, that will be great. Um, and. <laughs> Uh, yeah so they're watching it on on this dream memory screen and um, then Kat kind of asks Lister what, what are you doing Lister what, what, what are we doing and Lister says he's going to do him a favour he's going to do Rimmer a favour and he's going to give him um, eight months of a relationship that he had in the past when he was back on earth um, and Kat says you're going to give him one of your old girlfriends and Lister says I'm going to give him Lisa Yates <gasps> Um, which is um from the t- his kind of voice means that was the best eight months of his life kind of kind of deal. Um and um have you ever had a Lisa Yates in your life uh, like the ultimate I'm not if he, if your boyfriend wasn't in the picture. <laughs> he
1: doesn't listen to this okay. anyway. So, so if your boyfriend wasn't in the picture
0: <laughs> he wasn't in the picture. Have you ever had a Lisa Yates? Someone who actually no he can listen to because this, this is someone who you really liked a lot and he thought that's amazing. And then for no reason at all just ended
1: yeah yeah i've had a yates no names? no <laughs> i'm, I'm protecting
0: <laughs> why, why why did why did it end or do um, you not know him?
1: just location
0: uh, uh. Yeah. so so if anyone is on the reddwarf.co.uk newcomers forum and they aren't in london <laughs> and they've got a chance, it seems, with uh, Danielle with the one L. Um, and yeah, I think I've had. Thanks for asking, Tina. I think I've had I was least money Jakey. a least one. Just I know to get you worded. are. I know you are. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had some some Lucius, but I've always kind of known that the reason why it's ended is because they're uh, bat bat crazy. Yeah, bat you you, crazy. you go
1: after the crazies. Cause
0: that's the that's the most fun. That's why they they. While they while they're going, they're great. But then when it ends, it's also great as well because you just don't want to hang around with them for too long. Um, so yeah, and and like again, this is a part of Red Dwarf that I love that when when Lister does selfless things for Rimmer,
1: yeah, it's I mean, really It's nice. great.
0: I think it's great. I don't know yeah. if that means I'm an adult now, but it's great.
1: Would, do you have a friend that would do that for you? Do you think?
0: Who would give up some of their memories yeah. to make me happy? Yeah. I, I, I think all my all my friends would kind of do that. It's, it's no hard, it's skin off their nose is it mm. would you do that for me
1: I think we'd, we'd have to have a serious talk if you want, you want me to give up some of my relationship memories it would be you. it would be a bit, bit weird bit wouldn't weird, it bit weird It'd yeah a bit, a think, bit think the wrong sex for you yeah. yeah
0: though I'm sure like when you were a Teenager, you kind of like, no, no, no,
1: no, Jed,
0: <laughs> no. Um, so I was giving ideas to the Dwarf guide, yeah. Okay, fanfic. <laughs> oh no, no,
1: I was joking, I was joking, I was joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I okay,
0: edit so, it out, edit it out. <laughs> so, Rimmer, um is he's become the recipient of eight months of Lister's life. Um, And he doesn't, he's obviously unconscious because he's sleeping, so he doesn't know this is happening. And um, so in his dream, he's seeing this relationship he's having with this woman called Lisa Yates. So he's seen this pretty woman running through a park and he's seen it from uh, Lister's perspective. And Lisa Yates uh, kind of in this memory, falls to the floor, turns around and and says, uh, God, I love you, Lister. I love you so much. And Lister replies, and i love you too lisa and lister and in the here and now says well um i'll change that and uh, he 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 tweaks a few things and then we see a replay of that scene and we see lisa it's fallen down saying god i love you rimmer i love you so much but he really should say god i love you arnold shouldn't it? or arnie
1: i don't or know Bitcoin.
0: i love you so much and then we and then he's changed it so rimmer also says and i love you too lisa really smarmy and creepy like um so yeah eight months of that whole relationship and by the way please don't do like jed daniela fanfic uh slash fiction but honestly i'll, I'll have to like delete my computer everything on it and i've got like some good stuff <laughs> on to
1: burn it <laughs> um
0: so <laughs> it's gonna happen isn't it <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so everyone's having a lovely dream and you can see from his facial expressions he's he's smiling he's laughing he's dreaming he wakes up and he recalls it all um and he, rec- and he wakes up and he's in such a good mood and he's dancing around his quarters and Lisa asks him why he's in so- why he's in such a good mood and remember replies that he wouldn't understand as he's never been in love uh not real love like him and lisa yates um and remember explains lisa yates was the love of his life and he wants to be called tiger from now on based <laughs> on that eight months um and like um, he kind of—he's uh, he kind of,
1: changed his personality as well. His personality
0: is is, is a lot better. It just
1: shows what a bit of love can do to someone. Yeah, like
0: it. which was which means, it means Rimmer was right all along. All he needed was a little yeah. bit of love, and he changed into a, an, an, a decent person. They're quite f- quite fun of himself, but it was it was Lee after all. Uh, but he does kind of say there's a few complicated bits in his life. that He doesn't understand the fact he was for the first three months of that year he was at Saturn Tech on on Saturn, and then he f- all of a sudden moved to Liverpool um and started smoking and drinking too much. And then he began to treat Lisa Yates, um, took her for granted and treating her badly. Yeah. And Lister obviously this is mirroring the, the relationship Lister had with Lisa Yates. So Lister's like, No, no you didn't treat her badly. And he was like, Yeah I did. I just I just stopped um paying attention to her and it's sad. It's crazy. So this is just great writing. This episode has such good writing. Yeah. It's brilliant. Like it's great. Rob Grant Doug Naylor. He, I think he smashed out of the park. Yeah, it's really clever. Really, really clever. And like it's it's quite a well known thing that an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, which copied this episode like a few years later.
1: Yeah, called uh clues.
0: yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> we can talk about it later if you want. Um and uh because it's just such a it's a great concept and um I just I love this episode. Mm. So, um Rimmer explains that he doesn't know why he treated her so badly and Lista protests and uh Rimmer question rimmer questions why he told lisa yates that uh, he wants to play the field why would you want to play the field when you've got the perfect girl in front that, of you this is
1: what annoys me about about men
0: okay this wow is, this is this is this could be the thing that'll turn people against daniel okay. no, say this, no. I,
1: I, this, is I, the, this maybe is it's not just men but i guess you know
0: <laughs> it's true it's, it's hardwired into both men and women to always because it's survival it's evolution you're always looking for something that's a little bit better. Um, yeah, but you don't
1: natural. know what you've got till it's gone as well. That, no. that's
0: true. I always just think it's um, you get used to a routine, and once that routine changes, that's what you're kind of trying to come to grips with. Not necessarily the person, but the, oh, the routine. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I should be a the routine
1: of being in a in a relationship.
0: Yeah. So when that routine changes, then then you're 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 doing stuff differently, and then you're kind of out of sorts because of that. But it's not necessarily the person. Sometimes it's the best thing in the world for them to be out of your life. Um, yeah. That's really interesting. So Nick I told her I, t- I told her in the ah. So uh <laughs> I'm, <joking. laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to give the guys on redwolf.co.uk a little bit of a little bit of a thrill on their Friday. <laughs> so um yeah, and, he, and and Rimmer's questioning the fact why has he started listening to he's given up his uh his classical music and he's started listening to Rastabody Skank all, all the time? Which is obviously on the list as favourites. Um, and uh, they both kind of end that scene lamenting on the fact that Lacey Yates was so great. Why did they give it up? Um, you should never go back. Never go back unless unless you kind of want to. I guess <laughs> unless you unless you're bored. Okay. Um, okay, Rimmer. Um, obviously, full of the full of the the kind of like the the spring of summer. Is that that thing? Remember, I said last last, last uh, a week, um, you're too close to the treasure. That phrase. Yeah, has that phrase caught on? Have you heard people in the streets saying mm. that guy's too close not, to the treasure? Not
1: in LA, but hasn't reached LA yet. Not not LA, but maybe in London.
0: I think I, I think I saw some homeless guys in London kind of say it to each other. Okay. I hang around them sometimes. Okay
1: didn't uh, one hug you on a platform yes yet? yesterday
0: <laughs> yeah i'm not sure he was homeless he was um yeah yesterday i was on the platform c- going home from work and this uh guy i could see he was looking at me right so i was sitting down waiting for the train and um <laughs> i had my headphones on like i always do i'm listening to music um because i have a label and i have to listen to music 24 7 and i could see him talking to me i can hear kind of a hummer mm, the kind of sound that a crazy person's trying to talk to you and um <laughs> He puts his face really close to my face so I know that he's talking to me. And he's looking at me straight in the eye and he's like mouthing really big so I can hear him. So I, t- so I take my one, one earphone off, like, yeah. And he's like, are you Mexican? <laughs> 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 and I'm like, no. And then I put my headphone back on and then he was he's still speaking. took it off again. What? It's like, um, are you Brazilian? I'm like, No. <laughs> my headphone back on and then he's still talking So, because are you half Mexican and half Brazilian? Um, No. Uh, I didn't even tell him what I was and um, then he says to me, he started telling me his life story, he says he was Lithuanian, he, he's been over here for a few months, he's trying to find work. I think he's working on the crossroad, actually. Oh, amazing.
1: I might and come across
0: him. Yeah, I think he's working on the crossfire but he seemed really drunk um, and then he said to me, are you getting this train? And I, I was meant to get on the train but I said, no, I'm getting the next one and the train platform... That we we're on the train only goes in one direction, so it's like no, get, I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting the next one, and he's like, oh, okay. And then he gave me a big hug, like we we're like friends forever. I hope I never see him again. It was so awkward. That's quite Daniela. scary. Um,
1: you should have you should have told him to subscribe to the podcast. I, I should have really.
0: Then he could hear my <laughs> voice all the time. So yeah, pestering me when I'm listening to to music. Um. So um. Yeah, Lisa Yates. So um, Lister um he's kind of happy with himself because he's, he's done a good thing he's done a good thing for for his for his bunk mate um and then Rimmer in the present watching the, the events unfold on on the uh on the monitor says he can't believe that Rimmer's done this he's implanted these memories in his brain how could he have done that and let's just obviously says he just want, wants to do him a favor and he thought it was yeah. a good thing so for, for his a death day present which is which is fair enough
1: there's no malice behind it exactly
0: So, and then Good Rimmer intentions. says that time at least he had her ear down um, his throat it was actually down Lister's throat the whole time um, because um, he gave him eight months of his memory and he always did wonder why he was an orphan even though he had parents um, <laughs> and why he had his appendix out twice <laughs> though uh, Lister in a later episode I think season six he has his appendix out again so wow
1: he's got a lot of appendices he has lots of appendices
0: yeah it's like it's like a, an encyclopedia or something. Boom, boom shakalaka, yeah. <laughs> Hear that, guys? In Red Dwarf UK. Actually, this is the point that Lister finds out. Finds the letters that uh, so Rimmer finds the letters that Lister has written to Lisa Yates At the same time, they were dating. So that's when Lister reveals the fact that they were that he'd never dated dated her in the first place, and the fact that it was just a just a present, really if you find found out that the whole time you presenting Kids was just a lovely dream how would you react
1: i'd be happy that it was a nice dream yeah um but you know i wouldn't be too upset or angry i don't think but then that's not somebody tricking me into a relationship
0: we've got we've got as a a co-podcast relationship or as you say pod podcast relationship as he said on the last episode you hear that guys on the uh uk sometimes she gets words wrong um <laughs> harsh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no they're gonna they're gonna like they're gonna be like Jed. i'm sick of how you you bully yeah. on <laughs> such car.
1: a bully such a bully
0: i bought her biscuits today she hasn't even touched it i know i got some chips high biscuits have some. <laughs>
1: I'm going to have a biscuit now.
0: Um, so, um, so, obviously, Rimmer is not very happy. See, she doesn't like it when I talk, so she's just, like, making noises, banging mm. the drums. There's drums in here. Why don't you go banging... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's on those biscuits?
1: Some sort of Smarties or... Can- what? Candy chip.
0: I, I provide you with, the, like, the best biscuits. Yeah, you're a
1: very good <laughs> podcast husband.
0: So... Um, so, the, obviously, it's, it's not great when Rimmer finds out the fact that they've, uh, that Lister's implanted these um, thoughts. So, we see that they agree. Actually, they go to the observation deck, which is my, one of my favourite places on Red Dwarf. They've only used it, like, once before. And they go to the observation deck, and, the, and that sad Red Dwarf music happens again. Are you going to say something? I
1: was going to say, this, this is the last time you see the observation deck. No day. way!
0: We've mm. only seen it, like, twice. No and you get that that music that sad music um and uh they kind of like so Rimmer kind of is not too happy about this and lister says okay well i made a mistake what we'll do is we'll erase their memories and the the wipe holly's memories too and they'll bury the black box on a planet so we see cat lister um on the moon carrying um, a heavy gravestone. I don't really understand no. oh, go on.
1: I was gonna say I've got a funny fact go on. about this scene. Okay. So basically Craig Charles was called away mm-hmm. while they were filming this for the birth of his son. Okay. And they didn't want to stop filming. Yeah. So they got the production manager to fill in for him. So the production manager yeah. is actually in the spacesuit during this scene. You
0: couldn't you couldn't really tell and I guess that's why you only see him from the background. Really.
1: But he forgot oh. to put the cast on. Oh, so he's not wearing no. the cast in see. I didn't know
0: that wow yeah. eagle eyes Daniela with one L
1: absolutely um, take that blue
0: midget <laughs> so um, they um, so Kat and Lister are carrying this gravestone to represent I guess the death of their memories it's, it's kind of pointless and where do they get that gravestone from that's engraved I guess Holly can create it. So they're carrying it along this moon, and it drops into the sand and um, it or um, the dirt, and uh, it makes a big, big imprint, which is obviously how the monster footprint comes into play. And That's what it is. It wasn't a re- it wasn't a lot less monster. It was uh, the big imprint of a gravestone falling down, and they carry it on a little bit further, and they drop it again on the cat's foot and on Lister's foot. Oh,
1: so that would have been when the plaster cast
0: went on. Oh yeah. Hmm. i think i think there was another scene
1: so the scene later on then
0: yeah i don't know
1: i'll just take that bit out then
0: (laughs) no i think you're right i think there is there is some bit where where was meant to be wearing a cast and he isn't no i think you're right maybe it wasn't this bit though um, if you're if you listening to this, um, guys from Redwolf.co.uk, let, let us know. Um, so they drop it on their feet, and um, that's how they get their injuries. It wasn't aliens, like, um, or the quagars, as a um, thinks it is. Um, and they bury the black box in the gravestone, marking. The memory of Lisa Yates, um, and uh, I just didn't see the point of them getting that gravestone. It's very cumbersome. No,
1: no, no point whatsoever. Yeah,
0: um, and he and they ask actually, and Cat asks Lister why why this gravestone. Lister says, this I don't understand. Try and explain this for me, Daniel over the one <gasps> Lister says they're putting a gravestone there. It's the exact words they're putting a gravestone there because he just wanted something somewhere so it doesn't like disappear so you want to get rid of the okay. memory but not forever no oh okay no I can kind of yeah. like say maybe at a later date if he wants if he wanted to reminisce he could go back and because least Lisa was his ultimate girl I guess yeah
1: wow. I guess it's a girl they both shared as well in the not, I don't but. no I mean like they they shared the you love hear that guys her, like Dave actually experienced it, but Rima yeah. kind of. But
0: Rima kind of experienced it, it too, too didn't in it? his yeah. own
1: way. So they have that shared sort of connection. Yeah, and
0: this wasn't a, a big cat episode, was it? No, no. <laughs> he barely does anything. No. Every now and again, it, it, he says, "You should have bought him that tie." It's <laughs> about all he does in this episode. Um, but back on the ship, <laughs> Lister rips out the last four pages from his diary, and they leave the room to go to erase their memories. And just before they do, Lister puts the last piece of the puzzle. In the empty space um completing it which also kind of completes the episode but on the puzzle i think it's brilliant the puzzle they completed was a picture of red dwarf from the closing credits oh, so, amazing. It, so they sh- showed the picture of the puzzle then it kind of morphed into the closing credits and i thought that was absolutely perfect and i think this episode was perfect but before we decide where this goes in the whole <gasps> chain of things I'm going to speak to Sabra Williams, who is Lisa Yates, uh, who plays Lisa Yates in this episode um, on the phone. She's in L.A. right now. And um, I don't know what time it is there, but it's kind of early. So I'm probably going to wake her up. So let's see if Lisa Yates um, is the perfect girl or not. I think she might be. She sounds cool. Um, so back with you after speaking to Sabra Williams. But How long were you on the set of Red Dwarf when you when you when you did it? It seemed like quite a short day because then you did one one small bit.
2: Yeah,
0: I can't even remember. I really can't remember. It was it was a very long time um, ago. Um, it, it was. <laughs> and was it yeah. was it only Lister that you kind of um I'm sorry Rimmer that you um Chris Barry that you that you um, acted with in that scene? Did did you see any of the other kind of members of the cast at all? Were they around or was it literally just? Oh yeah
2: yeah no, no they were all there they were all oh, there. Wow. Cool. Yeah, everybody was around, I know that. And uh yeah, Danny was a friend of mine as well. So
0: did you um stay friends with them afterwards?
2: Um well not I mean, you know, I, I know Danny. I yeah. Still was <laughs> yeah. Um but I don't live in England. I haven't lived in England for thirteen years, so yeah. you know I don't really see people very much.
0: Why did why did you move to LA?
2: Um, I actually got my um, there's this green card that they call an exceptional ability green card, which is based on your career.
0: Yeah.
2: So I I received my green card and then just decided it would be you know good for for a life change
0: and just yeah. move to LA. Yeah, I mean,
2: and
0: uh, also sunshine here. Yes, <laughs> I mean I've been to LA lots and uh, it's I've been tempted to move over there myself. It is very very yeah. nice lifestyle over there um and uh Pretty yeah good. yeah and you've been in quite a, quite a few things uh since you've been in america um you were in yeah. mission impossible 3 right i was yeah I, I just saw that scene i'm not stalking you on youtube or anything but just when <laughs> you type your name into youtube <laughs> certain things come up <laughs> like that ghost train gun thing but also um yeah how was it um, acting opposite tom cruise it must have been
2: it was really fun. I actually did uh, two weeks on that film and I'm wow. a little bit that it ended up with one line because, it's, <laughs> you know, it was so. A lot of my stuff was um, with Michelle, like, you know, two girls yeah. chatting, which is not really going to stay in a film that's an action film. Yeah, yeah So, yeah. But it was pretty good fun to do. And Tom was, you know, fantastic to work with. I, I really. Exceeded, uh, exceeded my expectations and I did work with him every day. He's
0: awesome. So what were the, what were the other stuff that was cut, cut out of Mission Possible 3? Was it Did you have more interaction with like some of the other characters? Yeah, with
2: um, Michelle who plays his wife in it. Yeah, yeah. We were both ner- nurses together in the hospital. Wow. So there was some of us we were like chit-chatting, which, you know, even when we were filming it, JJ was like, why is this in an action film? <laughs> so
0: uh, i knew it was something going to go yeah i mean cuz i don't know if you've seen the, the new mission impossible but it's it's it gets better with it, with every with every film really and it, it is very tightly yeah. cut and it's, it's pure action and they've got it down to a T now um regardless yeah, of, so the, of the director um and i uh, yeah. well, i've seen I saw, I saw um your kind of acting um showreel and you have been in some what was the thing you did with karma McLaughlin?
2: oh that was awesome that was a show called Injustice Injustice and right. um, yeah I played his love interest in it and it was a recurring role yeah. and actually that, you know, this is so typical in Hollywood that we got uh, they wrote me in for nine episodes in the second season
0: awesome. and then we got Axe oh really oh no <laughs> wow yeah but I so, yeah, can must have been amazing because I mean, I'm a massive fan of Twin Peaks and he is Mr. Twin right. Peaks. And uh, just so, just to see him every day on set must have been, must have been crazy.
2: He's also, I do he is he's a theatre actor like I am. So yeah. it was really great so he really knows how to play and yeah. it was really fun to work with him. I loved it. I was glad that that show ended.
0: <laughs> you were glad? say? I was sad. Oh, I was sad, sad. sorry. Yeah, yes. I was going to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're talking about uh, theatre. Um, g- explain to me about the, the Tim Robbins Acting Gang Prison Project. Yeah, so
2: the, the Actors Gang is a theatre company here in LA that I joined when I first moved here.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, it's based on a European style of theatre, um, okay. which is uh commedia last thing. Uh, and it came from, the style of theatre came from the Théâtre de Follet in Paris. And um, they taught Tim and the people who started the company, they taught them how to do it. Um, and so it's highly physical, highly emotional form of theatre. And when I started, because I'd been with the English Shakespeare Company when I was in the UK, and they had a a program in prison, taking Shakespeare into prison. Yeah, yeah. So when I joined the actor's gang and, you know, started doing the work, I was like, oh, this would be so good for rehabilitation. And so I just asked him, you know, I want to be part of your outreach. And he was like, well, it doesn't exist, but so go ahead and start it. Wow.
0: <laughs>
2: so that's how it started, so I created it. And um, we've been, the next year, we be the tenth anniversary, and it's become... One of the foremost arts and corrections programs in the country. That's great. And in fact, Tim and I, um, we're going to go speak to, um, we're going to go talk on the Hill next week for all the Democratic senators. That's
0: brilliant.
2: Um, and then we're doing a bipartisan uh, panel with um, all of the congressmen. We, we um, we've just we been working with the Attorney General of the United States uh, <laughs> to try and uh, create prison reform. So we're, we're part of the criminal wow. justice reform in Sampy. And we actually met a friend a, a week ago. <laughs> so
0: that's it's amazing. That's some really important work. And, and obviously Tim Robbins is one of the your finest actors going. Um,
2: yeah. And he, he's not one of those Hollywood actors who this is his hobby or he just puts his name to it. Yeah, I mean, we work in prison. You know, we leave LA at six in the morning, you know, even after if he's done a night shoot or
0: yeah.
2: we've been doing a play. He is
0: like, he's totally committed to this. He teaches with me every week. Wow, that's great. Wow. So if, if someone yeah. wanted to, um, can, can anyone kind of be involved if they wanted to help out? Uh, or um, if they're in LA? Um, you know? Well,
2: yeah, not really because the style that we teach okay, is... Right. Um, Kind of highly skilled, and we only use people who are in the company. So, some people have actually joined the company so that they can teach them for the project and learn how to, you know, that we have classes that people can take class. But right now, um, in terms of
0: teaching, we really
2: only use our artists.
0: Makes sense. Any any ideas about coming back to to the UK? Are you happy there in LA?
2: Well, I come every for year because we've been touring, the um, well, last two years we've been touring Midsummer Night's Dream around Europe. awesome. A yeah. beautiful, um, yeah, a really beautiful version that Tim directed, and I played for Tanya, the producer in it, and it's a really gorgeous version of the play. And so we'll be coming out again on tour in the summer. Mm. I always go home, everybody's at home, all my family. I would totally work at home if there was something that was right, but yeah, I can't.
0: I'm not coming back to live. <laughs> That's not well, happening. you never know if, uh, if, if if the fans want you to come back for for the for the next Red Dwarf season. Um, that I would be love cool. to do that.
2: It would be <laughs> really interesting, and you know, I am so uh, That character is a character that could really be developed. So, exactly. yeah. And actually, this is a, this is a funny story. Okay, okay cool. I um I, I was at Tim's house um, maybe like a year ago. Yeah. And um. He is friends with
0: Ruby Wax. Yeah? Whose who's husband director. is a director? Yes. Who
2: yeah. directed Red Dwarf? Yeah. Directed Red so I have completely forgotten, <laughs> since so long ago. So I was just at some this <laughs> party, and Ruby and I met, and we really got on well, and we were just chatting all night long. And then she introduced me to her husband, and I was like, oh, my God, he seems so familiar, but whatever, and we're chatting. And then eventually, I was like, wait a minute, could you direct Red more <laughs> And he was like, yeah, I was like, oh my God, he gave me my first job.
0: Wow. And I hadn't seen
2: him since. And I met him at Sim's house all these years later.
0: It was so crazy. <laughs> That's great. And Ruby Wax is amazing in in herself. Like, her stuff in the 80s and like, oh, early 90s, she 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 was she changed comedy, her and Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders, all those Yeah, days. and she still is. She still is.
2: Yeah, and now yeah, yeah. challenging, you know, what comedy can do in terms of mental health. And, yeah. you know.
0: Well, actually, Ed Byers, really directing nice, the. I think he's directing the new series, so uh, you, can, you can put in a good word for yourself, and, and hopefully, Lisa Yates can turn up. Exactly, <laughs> we'll it would be it would be really
2: fun. Yeah.
0: it'd be fun to do it again. Um, well, that's kind of um, all I I've, I've got to ask you. So, um, thanks okay. very much, Sabra. Um, I, I know you're. It's a it's weird time for, for you to to speak on the on the. On the phone and over in LA, but um, really appreciate. It. I heard some uh, some police sirens go past, which really proves that you are in LA and not anywhere. Else. <laughs> it's actually, it's
2: actually the fire department. It's not as exciting. Oh, right. We're just coming to. It's the paramedics coming
0: to help somebody who's <laughs> sick. Okay, be, be careful of those uh, those cops out there in LA. I hear. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much, and um, I'll put links to all of the, uh, your projects and and some clips to to Thank your. You. Uh, your pastings especially the clip of you getting gunned um, and uh, scaring a kid <laughs> half to death in Ghost Train <laughs> thank you that was, I, I have
2: something I could actually probably show my kid what's yeah. <laughs> going to happen if he's naughty yeah I just really want to
0: make sure that you thank the fans as well for oh, yeah.
2: really you know supporting the show for so long and recognising this character that was only in one episode but you know yeah, maybe they'll if they're
0: excited, they'll bring me back again. It's um, it's it's a lot of people's favourite episode, you know, um, because it's it's one that isn't. Um, I mean, some people obviously like the action seeing uh, action ones and the ones with big explosions, but thanks for the memory is a very subtle one, but it, it kind of develops a relationship for the first time between Lister and Rimmer, um, and shows yeah. how they can be friends with with each other. So a lot of people, especially kind of slightly older a set of fans they appreciate these kind of episodes because it it's it humanizes Rimmer and Lister in, in some ways Um and, yeah. Yeah, and you're part of the magic so uh,
2: <laughs> yeah well I'm very proud of it and uh yeah. Tell
0: a, a fan to bring me back <laughs> do. and if people wanted to find you on social networks how would they do that
2: um, well I have um, a fan page on Facebook okay so definitely look at Trevor Williams yeah. um, have a fan page i also have a private that i only you know people i've met Uh But there's a fan page that you can find out what i'm doing i'm really really bad on twitter i am on twitter
0: but i'm trying to get better so i'm not very good on it well uh, i like conversation and you can't have conversation really on twitter you totally can you you, you can you can have like big okay i need training yeah well well, i'll 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 speak to you on twitter and I'm quite a Twitter okay. aficionado so I'll help you out if, if you need some help oh
2: please help me I don't know how to do it and also I have too much
0: to say for words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to post post links to your ghost train uh, stuff and, and it'll get people talking oh my
2: god <laughs> don't tell the ghost train Crazy time, actually. No, I don't care. I'm proud of everything. Oh, the I love really it was great. I it. It was so weird.
0: I love it. <laughs> well, thanks very much, Sabra, and hopefully speak to you soon. I'll speak to you on Twitter anyway.
2: Yes, definitely.
0: Okay, thanks very much. See you later. Thank you. bye. Thanks, bye. bye. And that was Lisa Yates, Sabra Williams. That went well. She seemed lovely.
1: A really nice woman.
0: Yeah. Um, wow. She's Miley Lisa Yates now, I reckon.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can have her.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks very much for, for doing that, Sabra. Um, she's up to some interesting stuff. Um, if you go to com slash smakeheads, I'll put up some links to what sabra's doing now so you can find out all the cool things that she's up to and her social network she's on twitter though she doesn't use twitter very much but she's still on there um so Daniela, it comes to that part of the episode and the podcast that everybody loves it's where we rank where this episode sits in the Smegheads chart. Yeah. And I know there are kids out there thinking, where on earth are you going to put this episode in the Smegheads chart? And they're discussing it with their friends in the playground. And then there's playground fights World about it. Well,
1: wonder no more. You're about to find out. We're
0: about to find out. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to lay my cards on the table here, Daniela whale. Okay. I love this episode yeah, a lot. me too. Yeah, not as much as Better Than Life. Okay. I think Better Than Life maybe pips it just very slightly okay. just because how of how ambitious it is and you do learn a lot about the characters okay though this episode it to me is the best rimmer lister episode yeah um so i think this to me it's firmly second what For do you me,
1: think? I would put it in first place. Wow. I'm actually surprised. I, I would wow. put it in at number one, yeah. Wow. It, this episode was right up my street. I love a mystery. I loved the the way it unraveled. Okay. And I really liked that it wasn't overly comedic. It was quite yeah. sad and poignant, and the relationship that developed between the two. I, this is my favourite to date well, by I,
0: far. Well, I'll take the average of that, which means that this is the number one on the smegheads chart maybe i'll insert some like happy music now maybe some russ abbott who knows (laughs) and yeah so the charts right now in case uh, you don't know number one thanks for the memory wow i'm so pleased that's number one because that's totally against what most red wolf fans would think i believe but they always always put better than life right at the top oh
1: really yeah. okay
0: so so number one is thanks to the memory number two better than life number three confidence and paranoia number four Crichton. Uh, number f- five future echoes number six me squared number seven the end which was the pilot number eight waiting for god and number nine the absolutely smegtastic balance of power if you don't agree with us or if you do agree with us let us know on social networks or on postpoppodcast.com slash snakeheads or
1: wherever you want
0: to um, on
1: the Red Door Forum. So let me
0: on. Okay, the odds of them not letting you on the Red Door Forum as they're all baying for you <laughs> is, uh, is very slim. And I think like it took me six weeks. I bet you it'll take you six minutes. I bet you're already on there now. But they've notes. already made you a moderator <laughs> Daniela, with one hour And um, I. Okay but like if you if you do join which actually I was here just now during that interview Daniela joined the Red Bulls podcast so she is just waiting for her confirmation and authorisation needs to
1: be verified
0: verified do, do their background checks I'm sure it'll be fine um, and uh, yeah so you can see her on there and speak to her on there but um, you can also how do they get you on social networks Daniela um,
2: on
1: Twitter okay. at
0: Daniela with 1L Phillips Daniela with 1L Phillips and I am, and that's just Daniela Phillips. Yeah, yep. basically. and I'm at Jed Shepherd on Twitter J E D S H E P H E R D Jed Shepherd. And um, on Instagram, um, same thing at Jed Shepherd. And you can see pictures of tapes and bands and music and things and zombies. And uh, Daniela on Instagram is. Daniella Monica Phillips. Daniela Monica Phillips. I can see her extravagant, opulent lifestyle, <laughs> doing like lots of fun stuff, um, and it's actually a very cool Instagram, especially if you like cute fairy animals food. and food, of food, and every time I, Actually, every time I look at your Instagram, I'm like I'm a bit hungry now. <laughs> Not for another triple fried chili chutney sandwich because my mouth is on fire right yeah. now. Wow. Um, and yeah. That concludes, uh, that concludes the podcast. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a pretty long one. Yeah, I do it some of it down. Um, but yeah, <laughs> thanks again to everyone who listened. Thanks again for your continued support. And if you know someone out there that might enjoy this podcast, what? Well, what do you think? They should get people to listen to us.
1: Well, basically, I um, I, I took my boss's mobile phone and I made him subscribe and do- downloaded the episodes for that him. That's a so very good idea. So you, you could you could do that to your
0: friends and family too. Take their mobile phones. They won't mind oh. because you're giving them a present. Like Lister gave Rimmer a present that he didn't want. Um, I'm not saying you wouldn't want this. They wouldn't want this podcast. but They
1: don't know they want it. Take yet. their
0: phone. Just subscribe them. It'll appear in their phone like a, like a like the blue fairy from Pinocchio and just grant them a wish. And that wishes to listen to myself and Danielle with 1L um, talking about Red Dwarf and uh, our scattered lives. <laughs> um, We're a bit random. And um, yeah, and also, um, if you do really like um, us and uh, Smokeheads, please uh, check us out on iTunes and give us five stars and and leave some comments. And don't
1: forget the hashtag, we love Daniela.
0: If, if you're going to start a hashtag, <laughs> we, hashtag, we love Daniela, <laughs> Then, then go on, then, and we'll we'll see how that is. I'm I'm not going to retweet you, but if you want if you want to do it, then, then then go for it.
1: <laughs> I'll I'll retweet all the hashtag we love Jed if, if, if hashtag we
0: love Jed, if if you like me as well, Um and if you're a girl Red Dwarf fan, yeah, say nice things about me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks very much. Um, yeah, so we've got. So this is episode three, three episodes less of the season. We're going to have like special guests on the other episodes. For some of the episodes, we're going to have people on. So stay tuned for that. It's exciting times. And oh yeah, just one last thing. Um, if you have got tickets for these screenings um, for the filming of new Red Dwarf episodes, uh, the first batch of emails went out uh, this week. Um, pretty much every single person on the internet. That i've seen every red dwarf site hasn't got a ticket um but the second round i think it's next week is a second flurry of emails and if you do get one and myself and daniela don't get one please let us know yeah and we'll come with you
1: please do take us
0: we'll we'll we'll, we'll let you sit on the podcast um if you want
1: i'll let you sit on jed's lap
0: I'll, I'll let you sit on Daniela's lap. That'll make us <laughs> That'll make us popular. Um, and yeah. So thanks very much. See you later, Smegheads. Thank you. Bye. That's my Bye. Ow.
2: to Smekheads the Red Wolf Podcast. Smekheads is a production of Postpop, and you can check out the show notes and other stuff at PostpopPodcasts.com slash Smekheads. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. See you later Smekheads.